Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It was the Colts 21, the Jaguars 31, and usually you start with the victor, but I was just trying to, you know, trying to make it seem good uh, for the Colts. And admittedly, there was some good for the Colts in this game. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. There was some good in the game. It, it's not a total disaster. It's just that the result is constantly, constantly the same. A fourth quarter collapse. The best part about the game between the Colts and the Jaguars? Jake Funk, two carries, 10 yards. He's the future of running backs, people. I don't know the dude at all. I just love the name. I, I, I really, I really, really do. Uh, JMV joins us right now from 93.5, The Fan. He is the voice of sports in Indiana. Uh, I may love the fact that Jake Funk made it in, but the reason we lost this game is that we have no running game. Anthony Richardson with 40 yards on the ground. Deion Jackson had 13 carries for 14 yards Two fumbles. I don't even know how he's still a Colt at this stage of the game. Your takeaway from Colts-Jaguars. Yeah, Deion Jackson was absolutely horrible, and you're right. Uh, we, we saw it. I mean, you go back to um, um, you go back to a place-kicking situation a couple of years ago uh, with a guy that played with Legos all the time. He missed a field goal uh, opportunity, and what happened to him? I mean, he got, he got jettisoned. So, it, um, do I think it's going to happen? Uh, it could, but it probably won't. And here's why, because they don't have the numbers and this may be a situation to where they go now and feel that they have to go out there and find some kind of veteran running back presence. But it was awful yesterday. He was terrible as bad as any Colts running back. I think we've ever seen performance wise in one game and then running the football. You know, we talk about all the time, Tony, you and I over the past months have talked about the supporting of the quarterback and supporting of Anthony Richardson. And that type of performance was exactly what I brought to the table and why I always had said with a healthy Jonathan Taylor, this why he is an essential piece because listen, you would love to see this team win the game, right? They didn't. That's too bad. But you also at the same time want to see this quarterback get supported as much as possible. I think he was a leading rusher. 40 yards, something like that. And you mentioned Jake Funk, the two for 10. But collectively, the running backs on this roster rushed for an average per carry of one yard and a half. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke. You're not helping your quarterback. You're certainly not helping your team. And while it was a very entertaining game and they do lose, that is something that you absolutely have to focus in on right now. So I don't know, Tony, if it's going to be some kind of veteran 
that they bring in. I mean, they brought in James Robinson last week for a look. I don't know if it would be him. I don't know if they'd go back and investigate Kareem Hunt. No pun intended, by the way. I don't know what they're going to end up doing, but it seems like they have to do something because that's how bad Deion Jackson was. He was dramatically bad, and he was cuttable bad yesterday. And, so and I, that think that's, I think that's the key, man. He, he made the case for why he shouldn't be on, on the team. Yeah. One fumble is just, oh, I can't believe it. Two, two is a thing. And you call it the yips, you call it a bad game, whatever whatever you will. When there is no running game and everybody needs to establish themselves as somebody who can step up at least until Zach Moss gets into this this lineup. And and may I say, I don't think there are enough eyeballs on, well, wait, what can Zach Moss actually do? The guy we took for Naeem Hines when we traded Naeem to the Buffalo Bills, is Zach Moss somebody you can build a running offense around? Well, you'd like to think he was better than anything that we saw yesterday, but I, I can't definitively tell you that it, it's going to work out great. I just I go by with 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 you know, for example, with Jonathan Taylor when he's healthy, by what he has done in the past. I mean, Zach Moss certainly has been serviceable, but um, yeah, as far as bringing to this running game what is necessary, yeah, I, I don't know. You can count on that. A couple of things too. Deion Jackson also had a really bad third down drop pass play wise. And, Tony, this team had a month. I mean, it's not like this is altogether new at running back here. They had a month to try to figure something out, and they probably knew that it was going to be touch and go whether or not Moss was going to be healthy enough coming back from that broken arm to give them anything in week number one. But you had a month to prepare, and that's what you're prepared for when it actually happens. And, by the way, Evan Hull went down. So, you know, we'll see. He left off the field, didn't return. So we'll see where he's going to be next week when they're on the road in Houston. But I would have to think something in the next two days would absolutely be done at that position. You know, maybe it's the Deion Jackson thing. I I doubt it just because of the numbers. But certainly the investigation of a veteran running back, I don't think would be at all out of the question, Tony. Talking to JMV from 93.5-1075, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. You want to talk about uh, running backs or people who have issues with running backs. Uh, J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens is out for the season, tearing his Achilles. I got to wonder, has there been a phone call from Baltimore to Indianapolis saying, ha, isn't this weird? How's Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, when you look at Miami, it's not like Miami uh, missed, you know, the presence of Jonathan Taylor yesterday in their game. But, no, this is the type of thing that we were looking for, and ultimately and unfortunately you end up getting via injuries is that one team, and I think Baltimore can be, once they get their stuff straight, I think they can be an AFC contender. At the top of the AFC, they may very well be a team to investigate. Jonathan Taylor. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you got three more weeks before the PUP runs out. I know you probably saw, you know, that report yesterday. And and obviously that was a leak from his agent suggesting what we have talked about. I mean, I've talked about for a month that this is basically a hold in. If he got what he wanted and out of this monetarily or whatever, uh, he could shoot up and play tomorrow. He could pass the physical tomorrow. So that's that's not the issue uh, this is just some financial, contractual hardball that they're playing with what leverage they believe they have. And yeah, it's going to be funny to see how this moves forward here. But um, in need, there's desperate need at running back for the Colts. Not just bodies right now, 
but also somebody that can give you a little bit of production, even if Zach Moss is good to go in week number two, Tony. Right. Anthony Richardson, 24 for 37, mm-hmm. 223 yards. Um, the the I, I do want to get your take on how you think he played, but, you know, yeah. I heard people discussing, you know, the fan reaction. Oh, sure, we fail in the fourth quarter again. The defense ran out of gas. With all due respect, I don't think the defense ran out of gas. I think Anthony Richardson did. I don't think this was a bad outing for game number one of your career, but I think the game itself, the getting really hit in a game situation was a little bit of an, oh, this is how quickly this game moves. And never mind, I couldn't move that fast, even for a guy of his skill. That's what I think maybe took the gas out of the tank, and that won't. I don't think that'll be the future of him, but that's what I think happened. Am I right or am I wrong? But no, Tony, you're absolutely right. There are a couple of different plays that I, I think really describe what you're trying to say right here, and that's, that's Josh Allen. You know, the, uh, the, the rusher who I think had three sacks yesterday just had a, a phenomenal game uh, for Jacksonville. You know, catching Anthony Richardson in a situation running to the sideline, where I'm sure Anthony Richardson in his lifetime has never been caught, had to be eye-opening. And after the game, Trevor Lawrence, it was reported that he walked up to Richardson and talked with him about not taking that type of a beating. You know, you know, again, this is not like it's college. This is the NFL and being careful with his body. So, yeah, I think he did. I think he did made a bad decision, certainly, you know, as far as that interception was concerned. I thought all in all, Shane Steich could try to protect him. I mean, everything was short. Um, everything was um, uh, pretty deliberate in terms of the passing game. They didn't take any shots. They talked about how the defense was playing in the zone, so – you know, maybe that shot wasn't there. They couldn't run the football, so obviously there are going to be no safeties coming up in the box worried about that. So maybe a little bit surprised they didn't at least one time go down the field with a deep shot. But it's just kind of designed, I think, to establish some confidence in a youthful, inexperienced quarterback. And, you know, for the most part, until the end of the game, until that fourth quarter, I thought they established just that, Tony. You look at um, Anthony Richards uh, Richardson's play, and you say to yourself – Okay, first game out, not much college experience. That's way better than Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. Um, there's something here to build on. You feel good, or you're still the the jury's still out. Well, I've said all along, and I, I'm sick and tired. And this is from the Pacer season too. I was sick and tired of hearing about um, an entertaining loss. Um, I'm sick and tired of hearing that. But that is a term that's constantly being thrown around. And I will say this: I thought the crowd Tony yesterday was fantastic. And I thought they were fantastic because, A, it was a new season, no doubt. There was a freshness buzz in the building. But, B, it was because of the way that the quarterback, up until the fourth quarter, up, up the way the quarterback was playing. And really, you know, beyond Anthony Richardson, give the defense a lot of credit. I thought they had the edge, as we talked about last week, along the defensive line. And I think they certainly showed that until they ran out of gas in the fourth. But I, the secondary, I thought, did some things that I didn't believe they were capable in doing. I thought that they, they brought some, some physicality back there. Didn't look as bad as I thought. I thought E.J. Speed, Zaire Franklin had a really good game. Uh, I thought Shaquille Leonard coming back was pretty good himself, too. So defensively, there's a lot to build on right there. Um, uh, overall, I thought it was just you know, one of those types of losses people talk about all the time. It was very entertaining. They were in it until basically the end. 
But then again, it's a loss, and that bums everybody out. But I thought the crowd was great, and I thought the crowd was entertained. It certainly, you know, most much of that spark came from just the newness and the freshness, the mystery that is that quarterback and Anthony but, Richardson. And well, I think everybody liked it pretty much. But a loss is a loss. Talking to JMV, yeah. the voice of sports in Indiana, how much of this is on Shane Steichen? The fourth quarter play calling, going for the touchdown with Gardner Minshew in there, who I have, I'm not opposed to, but instead of going for the field goal where you could have at least tried for the onside kick, there was opportunity on opportunity to play that better, and they didn't. Um, your thoughts on Shane Steich and his uh, first head coaching moments? No, buddy, I, I, I agree with you that you can certainly look at that and, and wonder if he would have done that a different way, but I can also present this to you. And this is what I was thinking as I was watching that transpire, that maybe you're thinking, you punch that in, you get down there so close, you punch that in. And and this, again, I don't know if this was the thinking or not. This was just my thought as I was watching it, that you, you maybe you think you can punch that in and there's going to be a more of an opportunity if you get an onside kick to roll Matt Gay out there from 50-plus at the end of the game than it would be you know throwing a, a Hail Mary down the field. And it's, I'm not trying to make an excuse for Steichen because – you know, obviously the numbers, and there probably was some sheet he was looking at, some analytics, because all these guys look at that, some analytics that were, was telling him exactly what to do in that situation, while everybody else, you know, like you, like I, had that gut feeling of, hey, maybe go ahead and take the points right now and at least live to play another down is what you're talking about. And that, I think that's, that's overall the thought there. But at the same time, I can see where maybe if you're thinking you could punch that in and give that a try, you might make it on the back end if you give yourself an opportunity with an onside kick um, a little bit more doable. But uh, certainly I understand taking the points in that situation, most people would have done. I I will say this, going back to Anthony Richardson, uh, and it was pointed out by one of my kids. Anthony Richardson had a better outing than Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, when you take a look at yards and 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 the total package, not not a bad day. If I'm the Colts, if you're that organization, if you're Ursay, you got to be saying, "All right, there's something here, but I have to get these people a, a running back." In the end, it, it's not even about what I, you and I, maybe disagreeing about a call or two or or three. Yeah. It's that without a, a running part of the game, there is no game that's possible to win. No, you know, Tony, and this is about – you bring up a great point. This is about the, the evolution of this kid too, right? I mean, you want to see him take step by step. I mean, now they've got film out there. So I'm assuming that, you know, in the next couple of weeks you're going to see defenses say, all right, well, this is how Shane Steich is going to call it for this inexperienced quarterback, or we're going to sit on this and make it even tougher. I mean, clearly from yesterday they were trying to protect from him getting outside and being able to make some things happen with his legs, but – now, now you have to evolve. And the problem for the Colts is, Tony, they cannot evolve the way they look right now at running back with that running game. That is going to be even more detrimental moving forward here in the month of September than it was yesterday. And that's why it's so important to be addressed. And we'll see if Chris Bowden and the company decide to do anything with it. But now, now tape's going to catch up with you. And these defensive coordinators and these staffs are going to catch up with you a little bit. Um, and, and you've got to come certainly more correct production-wise with a running attack than what that was as a joke of one yesterday. So now we'll see what Chris Ballard and company do to move to that as we move along in this week. Does this mean more Jake Funk? You know, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. 
I mean, I, I don't know if that's the answer you want. <laughs> But I mean, oh, kind of oh like I guarantee you, compliment. I guarantee so. you, he's going nowhere. That means he's <laughs> he's not leaving the Colts, but he's not necessarily getting off the practice squad uh, either. JMV ninety three five one zero seven five, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. I appreciate you being with us. There's more coming up. I'm Tony Katz. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta Ofatumumab twenty milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. (laughs) 